What is going on, everybody? This is your host, Matt Rinke, the founder of Illumination Wealth, coming to you with another episode of the Sharing the Illumination Wealth podcast. For those of you just joining us for the first time, this podcast is the convergence of personal development, financial and emotional intelligence, growth so that you can get the greatest return on your entire financial life. Over the past few weeks, we've been talking about the mindset behind proper tax planning, tax strategy, and how the wealthy approach their own tax strategy that they design around their lives and their investments in a way that minimizes taxes, increases their cash flow, puts more money back in their pocket, and allows them to do more, give more, and contribute no more. So now that I got the kids to bed, I thought it would be really exciting for us to discuss taxes. And I want to talk to you about the biggest tax return mistakes and opportunities that we have seen so far reviewing client tax returns. Now, I hope this doesn't put you to bed because I get really fired up when we begin to review our clients' returns and we see opportunities and we see things that might be otherwise missed and we see potential planning strategies for the future. But I thought I'd share with you a little observation about what's been going on first. Overall, what we have seen is that our clients' actual effective tax rates are actually lower. They are down. The tax code has been working for our clients, and the tax planning that's been done has been working for our clients as well. Their effective tax rate, meaning the average tax on their taxable income, is actually down and lower. But what I've heard from so many other people, not necessarily clients, is that they've had surprises from a tax perspective. They've been surprised at how small a refund they may have had, or they got surprised with the fact that they owed money when in the past they may have not actually owed money. So what's interesting is the contradiction there. We've actually seen taxes lower, but potentially refunds smaller and hearing about people being surprised at how big their tax bill is. That function is due to planning and that function is due to the fact that many people who are employees of companies the withholding tables changed. So if you file your W-4 and you put single zero or single two, the amount of money that was withheld from your paycheck was adjusted. So while your tax rate might have stayed the same, your withholding rate from your paycheck might have been lower. So you actually got higher paychecks, leaving you with less of a refund or more owing at the end of the year, even though your total dollars owed may have been less, all things being equal on on the same amount of income year over year. So it also had, had to do with a lot of people in sales. A lot of people get bonuses and commission income. Their withholding table, that withholding rate on those bonuses and commissions were 22%, down from 25%. So if you're making a high income in a 37% tax bracket, you had money on your bonuses and commissions withheld at 22%. That's down from 25%. So think about getting a, a $250,000 of 
variable compensation or commissions and all of a sudden 3% lower tax withholding federally on that, we're talking 7,500 bucks. So those things are important to be aware of, but overall lower tax rates for everybody, which not for everybody, but on average, which is a good thing. But now when we get down to the nitty gritty of tax returns that we filed, that we've been reviewing for new clients of ours and even some existing clients of ours. And we want to point out some of the biggest mistakes that we've seen as well as some of the opportunities. So a few things. One thing that stood out to us is that Many people through their employer on their own volition have health savings accounts. And these health savings accounts are the most tax advantage accounts. They're triple tax free. And for people who have means, we want them to max those accounts out. If you are an employee, you may have a payroll deduction for your HSA contribution. Now, what we've seen happen is that people are not contributing to the maximum, even though they have the means to do so. They might be spending the money out of the account and they have the ability to contribute more. So what we've seen is some clients have under contributed and in other cases, there's still an opportunity for if you're over 55, both a husband and a wife or spouses can each make a $1,000 catch-up contribution. So the 2018 family maximum is 6,900. But if you're over the age of 55, you and your spouse can each contribute an additional $1,000 each. The other spouse who's not the primary HSA holder has can open up an account themselves. So for example, we saw a new client just getting to know his situation, reviewed the returns. He contributed about 5,500 to the HSA throughout the course of the year through his withholding. But with him and his wife, they can add an, really an additional $3,400 to HSA accounts. If they're in the 34, 30, you know, 30% plus tax bracket, that's a thousand plus dollars in savings. And they have money that they will be able to use at some point in their life. There's no downside, only upside and savings from that decision. We've seen that happen a number of times on client tax returns. Another thing that we've noticed with people is that they've just missed providing full, accurate cost basis information to their tax preparer when it comes to their transactions in their investment accounts. Now, how could that impact them? Well, if they if they didn't report the basis correctly and understated it, they might be paying more tax on a gain than necessary. So we've seen that happen. Different custodians and different brokers may not write, report the full basis. So it's important that you accurately re reflect your actual cost basis so you're not paying unnecessary long-term or short-term capital gains tax on gains that you didn't actually realize because you forgot to report your cost basis accurately. So be careful on that. That could be thousands of dollars again and just missing information. So a couple of other things that we've seen happening on a client tax on people's tax returns. They may have made a rollover contribution. They may have rolled over money from a 401k to an IRA or they did what's called a backdoor Roth IRA conversion. And in that conversion process, the 1099 says the taxable amount is not determined. Well, the tax preparer, the CPA, the enrolled agent is putting that conversion, that 1099 as taxable on the return. So if a husband and wife couple each make these backdoor Roth IRA contributions and subsequent conversions of call it 5,500 each, $11,000, 
we've seen that that money actually showing up as taxable when it should be non-taxable. So think about this, another $11,000 of income at the 30 some percent tax bracket is several thousand dollars in additional tax that you should not be paying. So you got to keep your eyes out for these distinct issues that are showing up. And along those same lines, if you are making IRA contributions, and they are non-deductible. You have to ensure that Form 8606 is completed to continue to track the fact that this was a non-deductible contribution so those subsequent conversions are treated as non-taxable. Very, very important. All these things can add up to thousands of dollars, which we've seen repeatedly on new client tax returns. So very, very important. Now, another thing that we saw that we thought was interesting is that we have some clients who've been the beneficiaries of trusts in the past. And the trust would make distributions. It might have been an inheritance. And the distributions were made to them in accordance with the terms of the trust. Well, lo and behold, in understanding the client's dividend and interest income, that trust distribution that they were fully paid out on, they were still being allocated income from the trust that they they no longer had any beneficial interest in. So had they continued to file their returns as it was in draft form, there was thousands of dollars of additional interest and additional dividends that they were not the beneficiary of that they were going to pay tax on if this issue was not caught. So you need to understand all of your sources of income, how it's all flowing to you, and to ensure that you do not pay for something that is not your income, as we've seen repeatedly throughout this conversation. So something very in- important to also look look into. Now, a couple things for business owners, and then we're going to wrap it up because I know this technical mumbo jumbo uh, might get to you, but it's important that you know and that your preparer has the right mind to analyze, review, strategize for your tax returns. So when it comes to business owners, what we've seen is several people are sole proprietors and the sole proprietors, they just file a Schedule C, the expense and income flows through their personal tax return, and they just simply have missed deductions that are legitimate business deductions from part of their cell phone bill to certain office supplies to even the simplified home office deduction that they can legitimately take. So for anybody that has a business, make sure that you write off what you can write off. Don't miss things. That all adds up for you. And then we've also seen some opportunities from newer emerging businesses that have a small staff, small payroll, small team uh, that you know used to be a one-person shop that has since grown. They haven't had a retirement plan in place, and they've gotten misinformation about the potential to make retirement plan contributions. So some of our clients have had the ability to actually make a SEP IRA contribution to the their own retirement account that saves them money in taxes, and they haven't had to make the contribution on behalf of those employees, and they've gotten poor advice from whoever was preparing the tax return. So some of these opportunities are still possible to resolve. If you are a sole prop, 
If you have a business, you have until the extension deadline of your tax return to actually make those retirement plan contributions. So file an extension and then get it right the first time. That means as a business owner, you have until September 15th as a Schedule C sole prop, you have until October 15th to make a SEP contribution. For the HSA mistakes and the underfunding of those that we've seen, you can still make your contributions until April 15th. So you can go off and even though you may have withheld your HSA through your payroll, you can still cut them a check by April 15th to max it out and to fund it accordingly. So I know that was a lot of information, but we need to make sure that you have the right structures, systems in place to ensure that you know what needs to go onto a tax return. There's the right communication between you and your team to ensure that everything gets accounted for correctly and to make sure that you have the right advisors that are helping you to strategically plan ahead because these are mistakes that can be avoided in the future, but they're not the big opportunities. We've talked about thousands of dollars of opportunities right here but there are multiples of that when you have the right planning proactively when it comes to taxes. So that's what I want you to take from this is how do you make sure that you fine tune your tax return organization in preparation so that everything accurately gets communicated to your tax preparer, CPA and advisor so that they can be returned be prepared accurately and make sure that you get every legal deduction possible so that you can keep the thousands of dollars in your pockets for you to give more, for you to contribute more, and for you to help create early financial independence for yourself and for your family. So if you have any questions or want a review or a second opinion on your tax return, that's a new format this year. We've seen lots of them. We're happy to take a look. Do not hesitate to reach out www.illuminationwealth forward slash schedule or email matt at illuminationwealth.com. You can follow us on Instagram at illuminationwealth and same thing on Facebook. We so appreciate the messages, your questions. Please do not hesitate to send anything that you have. And we look forward to bringing you a new episode of sharing the illumination wealth in the next few days. Take care, live wealthy.